This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach. Well, I've been at this work thing for pretty much as long as dinosaurs have been roaming the earth, which is just about 40 years. And in that 40 years, half of that time I've worked for someone where I was directly underneath someone and I reported to someone. And all that time, I can just really remember one person that didn't like me. And there probably were more. And if you're listening to this podcast and you are one of those people that didn't like me and I work for you, I'm sorry. But I really only remember one guy that really didn't like me, and he didn't like me at all. And 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 what was really strange was is he flat out didn't trust me. And it was like if if there was some coins on the floor, he was scared to death I was gonna like steal the change off the floor. And you know perhaps he had some reasons. He had come into the organization. The organization wasn't doing very well, so he kind of came in pretty much mistrusting everyone. But he just didn't like me. And, um, and it was just abundantly clear in everything that he did. And, um, you know, I, I guess if I had any sort of solace, nobody really liked him. And, um, and I didn't dislike him. I, I disliked the fact that he didn't like me. But there were a lot of things to actually like about him. Um, fiercely loyal. He actually brought in, you know, three or four people from his other companies. And he was just really loyal to them. And it was just abundantly clear the difference between the people he liked and the people that he didn't like. He was tough. He was smart. And he was actually a pretty interesting guy and actually could be kind of funny. Um, but he's really the one guy that, that, that I can remember that just really didn't like me and uh, didn't trust me uh, when I was working. And, you know, there's been a lot of people that I, that I didn't like that worked for me. You know, in the early years, I did a lot of work with salespeople, and salespeople can be so optimistic and creative and funny and strategic and valuable, but they can also be a little bit obnoxious, overbearing, and, you know, slightly manipulative and definitely um, crazy as well. And so there were a number of people that I had worked for me over the course of time that I didn't like. I, I think that if I could put them into a category or two categories, I would say the kind of people that I didn't like working for me were were negative people, people that were just negative, just really drove me crazy. And I tried to avoid them. You've seen my, you've re, you've heard my uh, podcast on negative energy and just people just literally sucking the energy right out of you. When you walked in the room, you could just feel this kind of motion coming, coming away from you as they suck the energy right out of you. So I, I didn't really like negative people. And then I just didn't like, as I'm sure none of us like duplicitous people, which were people that were just out to get you. People that were political, that went behind your back, you know, that would would spread lies and just misinformation and gossip. And sadly, in business, there are a lot of those people. And so what I thought today we'd talk about is managing people that you don't like. And let's be clear. Number one, I'm not talking about 
performance, right? You should, that people you don't like because they have bad performance. You should not want anyone working for you that has bad performance. It doesn't help you. It certainly doesn't help them. If you're holding on to people that have bad performance, and I'm talking yes over time or whatever the corporate rules are that you have, then this is a totally different subject. Go talk to HR, get them on a plan, deal with them. So basically, there are three camps, people you like, people you don't mind, and people you don't like. We're going to focus on the people you don't like. Here's some things to consider when we're looking at people that we don't like. So the first thing up is, is this your problem or their problem? And just to set the record straight, this is your problem. It's, it's not really their problem. If you don't like them, tough beans. It really doesn't matter. And it certainly shouldn't matter to them whether they whether you like them or not. So the question is, why is it your problem, right? So a couple of things that should go through your mind. First off, is the reason that you don't like him, is it like a singular event or is it multiple events, right? Is it something that happened just once or is it something that's happened over the course of time that's created this dislike for them? You know, so, so some examples, right? So, you know, maybe it's a trigger. Maybe there's something about them that has really nothing to do with them. It's just a trigger. So I'll give you an example. Man, I can't stand coleslaw. I don't like anything to do with coleslaw. I don't like to walk into restaurants that have coleslaw. If you're eating at a table with me and there's coleslaw, I don't even want to be there. And, and I'm equally there with Brussels sprouts as well. And for those of you that love Brussels sprouts and said, you know what, if I just had your Brussels sprouts and you put them on the grill and and, you know, you could make these Brussels sprouts taste better than anything on earth. I promise you, I've tried it. I don't like Brussels sprouts, and I certainly don't like coleslaw. But sometimes there's something in your past or something about them that triggers something about them that makes it, makes it your problem, and that's why, you, that's why you don't like them. And so I, I would encourage you to take a look at the people that you don't like and see whether there's something going on in that particular area. But more important, it's, it's your problem. It's, it's not theirs. Right. So this is your problem that you need to deal with. Right. And then the second thing is they don't need to know uh, that you have a problem with them, nor does anyone else. So this is not something that we want to gossip about. It's not something that we need to share with the world. If you have already shared it with the world that you don't like Beth or Joe or Fred or Tina, don't mention it again. There's no reason to be communicating with the people that you don't like. So first thing is your problem or their problem. It's definitely your problem. Second is, is it just you or is it everyone. Because that'll tell you a little bit more about the circumstances to why you don't like them. And so I kind of always call this the European smell test. So, and this is nothing against Europeans. It's nothing against Europe. But whenever I go to Europe, I always find myself when I walk into a hotel or I walk, you know, up to a counter or I walk into any sort of a circumstance where I walk up to next to a person, I often will smell body odor. And so I cannot tell you the number of times where I immediately first check is always that it's not them. The first check is always that it's me. And so I always immediately check to see whether I smell or not. And, and obviously there are times when I do, but most of the time it's not me. Most of the time it's them. And, and so it's always one of those things of checking, well, is it me or is it really them? And so to that point, by the way, usually you'll find out that it's not the fact that people don't take showers, it's that they don't wash their clothes. So if anybody's ever complained about you with body odor, perhaps it's not you, maybe it's just your clothes and you need to wash your clothes a little bit more. So if it's you or if it's everyone, obviously there's, there's that test. The second one is, what do the nice people in your organization think of this person? And so I'm not talking about everybody, but I'm talking about the really nice people, and you know who they are, and maybe you're one of those people, and if you are, that's marvelous and special and, and really good, 
But in many instances, it's not you. And so it wouldn't be me in the organization. Not that I'm not a nice person, but I wouldn't fit into the nice person category. But you know the nice people in your organization. Do the nice people like this person? And again, I'm not asking you to go up and ask them whether they like this person. I'm just trying to give, ask you to get a sense. And you can tell by body language or whether they hang out with it or not. Because if the nice people like them and you don't, well, then that's another thing that you can tell. And again, if other people don't like them, is it a singular event or is it multiple? You know, in today's world, I mean, maybe it's as simple as the fact that, you know, you walk by the car and they've got a Trump Pence sticker on their car or their their mask that they wear is a Biden Harris one. And that's the reason that you don't like him. And I hope that's not it. But you never know whether it could just be an individual circumstance that's created this this particular situation. And then another validation that you can do, is it just me or is it everyone? The next thing is, you need to focus on the majority, not the minority. What does that mean? Well, that means that if you don't like someone, odds are pretty good there's one thing that you don't like about them. There's probably a lot of things that you can like about them. You just need to take the time to look, right? You need to take the time to look and figure out what those attributes are and things are that you like about them. I told you about the boss that I had who I thought was fiercely loyal and tough and smart and an interesting guy. And I didn't genuinely like him because he didn't like me, but point was there was a lot of things about him that I did like. And if people are working for you, then you need to focus on those things. You need to remind yourself of the areas that they're in, and, and you probably need to lead with that area as well, right? Which is that's an area that you can lead with when you're talking to them to make sure that you're focusing on the positive things that are going on with them. And, and, and that is in vast majority of instances, if not every instance, the majority things about people are not bad or not things that you dislike. It's usually in the minority. It's one or two things and whatever those may be or one or two experiences or whatever the combination is. So with the people that you don't like, you have to take an extra step to make sure that you're that you're looking for the positive things and perhaps you need to make note of those. You need to lead with those. And here's another one for you. In today's world, Heck, maybe they're remote now and you don't even need to see them anymore. And so that's just probably the best thing that's happened is they're not even around anymore. They're just remote. So, so look for ways and that you can focus on the majority of the positive things about them rather than the minority things. The next thing is, is that you need to be accountable. You need to be accountable to the fact that you don't like this person. And let me tell you what that means. What that basically means is that is it sometimes negative things left in the darkness always stay negative, but if you bring them into the light, it provides you with a little bit of accountability. So this is something that you may want to discuss with your manager so that they can hold you accountable for the fact that you're treating this person well and you're not letting them get under your skin and that you're doing the kind of things that you want to do. And so that's one thing to do is to bring it into the light. I would be hesitant to tell you to talk to your peers about the fact that you don't like anybody. I think the only safe place to have that conversation would be with your manager. And I'll leave that up to you as to whether you think that's a safe thing to do. I mean, you certainly could also talk to HR if you felt that that was really necessary, if it was really a complicated and difficult situation. But, but basically, I'm just looking for a way for you to be accountable to the fact that you've got these feelings for this person that, that you want to make sure in all circumstances that it doesn't affect your ability to manage and lead them. Because remember that we know that, that an employee is looking for you to do three things for them, right? To have a clear definition of their job 
to give them the skills and tools necessary to do it. And the third one, and the most important one, the one that's relevant to this conversation, is that you've got their best interests in mind. You can dislike someone and still have their best interests in mind. And I want to make sure that you're accountable to do that. The other thing to do is to kind of use your own measurement and really do a balance view of that. And, and the way that you have balance is you just measure it against how you deal with people that you do like or people that you do relate to. And make sure that the time that you spend with them, the amount of criticism or constructive criticism that you give them, the amount of encouragement that you give them, the amount of opportunity that you give them, you're responsible for making sure that the playing field is equal among the people that work for you to make sure that everybody has an opportunity. And I would hate to have your feelings about a particular individual skew that person's opportunity to be successful and to grow and to maybe even advance. And I certainly wouldn't want it to restrict or keep you from doing the things that you want to do because let's face it, you're not going to like everybody that you work with. Heck, you don't like everybody in your family, right? Or even the, even the people that you went to high school with. So why would you expect that you're going to like everybody that works in your company or everybody that works for you? So be accountable. And finally, be ready for a trade. Trades occur in contact centers. Quite often, you'll end up trading. People move around a lot. We've, we've encouraged you to look at roses, daisies, and weeds, and perhaps you might need to trade a rose and a weed in order to move this particular daisy. So always be aware of the fact that it's not forever, that there's probably a time span on which things will rotate through, and perhaps they'll move on to someone else. But the reality is that you're going to have to work with people that you don't like. And I think if you take some of these things into account, you can actually do something with them. So let's go over them again to make sure that you've got them. The first thing is, is assess whether it's your problem or their problem. And I've already given you the answer to this one. You don't have to assess it at all. It's your problem and you need to deal with it. But take a closer look and figure out whether there's something that's triggering you to feel this way or whether it's something that, if there's something else going on. Number two, is it just you or is it everyone? And that doesn't really change any of your responsibility. It just gives you a little bit of an assessment as to where you actually are. Maybe what you've got going is legit. Maybe on the other hand, it's not. And never forget to ask the nice people because the nice people will give you a really great perspective. If the nice people really like them, perhaps there's something else that you can work on there. Focus on the majority of the things about them that you like and not the minority of things that you don't like. And I promise you in every instance, it is a minority of things that you don't like. Be accountable. Bring it into the light. If it's the right circumstance, share it with your manager so that they can hold you accountable of that. And finally, be ready for a trade. You never know when a trade could go on and you might be able to move this person along and never lose sight of the fact that it is your responsibility to make sure that, that with balance, you're leading and managing all of your people with encouragement and the time spent with them and the constructive criticism that you've given them and the opportunity to advance and just simply having regular conversations with them. The more balanced you are, the better manager and the better leader that you'll be. There is one gaping area that we've missed, and that is perhaps you are the person that's not liked by your manager. Maybe you're the person, the singular person, and your manager or leader is doing an assessment of you in exactly the areas that we talked about today. Perhaps that's a conversation that you ought to have with them. Maybe it's a singular event. Maybe it's something that can be repaired. If it's everyone and everyone doesn't like you, well, that's a different set of circumstances and that will probably take a little bit longer for you to overcome or change. 
but take a good assessment of yourself and see where you fit in that category because that affects your ability to advance and grow and lead and become the leader that I know you're capable of becoming. So there you go, a look at how to manage people that you don't like. Put it to use. I know you can. Be a great leader. You're capable. I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.